Welcome, future doctors, to another episode of the Future Minority Doctor Podcast with Dr. Sulma and Marina, where we bring you conversations to empower and inspire you to contribute to your community and the world by becoming a doctor. Hello again, future doctors. Hope you're all doing well, wherever it is that you are in your doctor path journey. Today, Dr. Marina and I wanted to talk a little bit about post-bac programs. For some of you, today may be the first time you hear about it, but for others, you have probably heard about it, but you're not really too sure what exactly it is or if it's even something worth pursuing. So let's go ahead and get started by first explaining what a pre-med post-bac program is. In general, post-baccalaureate programs are designed to help students transition into professional advanced schooling. These programs exist for those students who want to pursue medical school, dental school, doctor degrees, and the list goes on and on. Of course, today we will focus specifically on post-bac pre-medical programs. A lot of what you hear today I referenced from the AAMC website. It's a great resource if you have additional questions after today's episode. All right, Dr. Z, our listeners might be wondering this first question. Why should they consider doing a post-bac program? So that's an excellent question that many of you may have. So you may consider this option if your undergraduate degree was a non-science degree. When you major outside of the sciences, your exposure to the sciences is less than your counterparts who got a degree in the sciences. Therefore, you might be at a slight disadvantage in this regard. You may also have not completed all the pre-med requirements, and some post-bac programs have the requirements built into their program curriculum. This may be a way to complete it faster since it's condensed within a certain time frame. And then another reason you may consider it is if you took gap years after graduating from college. The longer the time you take off, the more material you can forget, which could put you at a disadvantage in taking the MCAT or even just transitioning into medical school. Postback programs are also a great option for those who are considering a switch in careers and would like to pursue medicine. Believe it or not, there's a lot of students that actually do this, and you'll probably have some of those in your medical school class. And then there's the very common reason students do postback programs, and that's to just become a stronger candidate for medical school. Uh, It'll help you in case your undergrad GPA was low or your science GPA wasn't very competitive, or perhaps you didn't do too well the first time you took the MCAT. Or you just might need more research experience as well. All right. That's a good overview of some of the reasons. Now, what types of pre-medical post-bac programs are even out there? You know, what are the options for students that are out there? Per the AMC website, there's about 308 post-bac pre-med programs that they have listed. And these programs can be anywhere from one year to three years. And this, of course, is based on whether if the program is a part-time program or a full-time program. The post-bac programs are usually set up to be geared towards certain types of students. So, for example, they have one that would be considered an academic record enhancers pre-med post-bac programs. And this type of program is for those who may have not had an ideal GPA or may need a refresher to strengthen academic science skills to both make you more competitive, but also show the medical schools that you can attain a high level of academic achievement. Then there's programs specifically for underrepresented minority students. Then there's other programs that are for other health profession students who have decided that they want to pursue medicine. Then there's others for economically or educationally disadvantaged students. 
And then I came across of one that I wasn't even aware. I don't know if it existed back when um, we applied to medical school, but there's a, for reapplying students. And this one's designed for underrepresented minority students that have applied and they've been unsuccessful at getting accepted into medical school. And I came across one of the schools was UCLA, but I'm sure there's other programs as well. So you'll have to do your research to see which one best applies to you. Another differentiating part of the programs are that they vary in types of degrees they provide. Some may award you a master's degree, some may provide a certificate, and some may provide a detailed personalized letter on completion of the program to support your medical school application. And then there's those that, if you complete it successfully, they grant you automatic admission into the affiliated medical school based on certain criteria. Dr. Z, since I know you pretty well, I know that you completed a post program after college and before admission to medical school. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yes, glad you asked. Uh, you're correct. The type of post program I did, it was called the Conditional Acceptance Program. It's also known as CAP. And um, I'll go ahead and just talk a little bit about this program. So this program is geared for underrepresented minority and economically disadvantaged students. And this program is interesting and a little bit different than the others because you actually can't apply to it. You actually have to go through the medical school application cycle, and then the medical schools will actually select you from your medical school interview. These schools, basically, um, they like you. They really liked how you interviewed, but they just may feel that you need a little bit more exposure and preparation in the sciences to succeed in medical school. These programs are also usually very small group of students in the cohort. Um, in my program specifically, there was only four selected each year, so I was one of the four. The other thing is there's very few medical schools in the country that have this program. I tried to just do an updated search, and I really couldn't find many. But if I recall correctly from when I did it, I think it was just a handful, maybe for sure less than 10. Okay. Uh, the CAP program is also a one-year program and you take all upper division courses with the affiliated undergraduate campus. The program will tell you which courses you need to take and you have to maintain a 3.5 GPA average or above with no one grade lower than a B plus. If you don't meet this criteria, then you're disqualified from the program. If you do meet this criteria, you pass and then you get automatically accepted into the medical school. There's no need to reapply again or take the MCAT again. So that was pretty darn nice. In the CAP program I participated in, the program also had some other support services. One was there was a lot of check-ins with the advisors and then you had access to them in case you needed a little bit of uh, Mentor, mentoring, or you just had general questions in general. There was also a piece of it, which was mentorship and cognitive strategies that was taught by an education professor who helped us understand where each one of us was academically in areas of writing, reading, and reading comprehension. Personally, I felt this part of the program was so unique because it helped each one of us understand how we learn best the professor individualized our learning style, and then she went on to teach us techniques individually on how to best succeed within the medical school curriculum. Looking back, I think this portion of the program is what helped me do well in my courses in medical school. She really taught me how to organize so much information in my own learning style so that it would stick. And then the other added bonus was um, that the program also introduces to the medical school staff and the administration. So it, it was also a great networking experience. 
That's great. Thanks for sharing that experience. I'm glad you bring up these conditional acceptance programs because even though you mentioned there are not very many, I think that more and more medical schools are starting to have them, but they may not always publicize them because like you mentioned, you actually have to apply to medical school and then the admissions committee or some committee within the school makes the decision regarding certain applicants. Basically, they see your potential, but they also have some concerns about your ability to succeed, like you mentioned. Maybe you had a lower GPA, a lower MCAT score, a long gap in your education, or some unique circumstance. So most of the programs work exactly like you said. There are also some programs that actually have you take classes together with the first-year medical students. So the school actually gets to see if you have what it takes to pass medical school level classes. And if you're able to make it through the year with either a certain GPA or grades or passing all of your classes, since a lot of medical school classes are now pass fail, then you automatically get accepted into the following year's medical school class. So that's pretty neat. Like you mentioned, some of them have you reapply, but some of them don't just like yours. Now, it can be a really tough and stressful year. I'm sure you experienced that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because so much is riding on your performance, right? But it can definitely be worth it if you succeed. Then the next year when you actually enter medical school, you may actually have a leg up because you've already taken some of those classes. Very neat. I actually didn't come across that one, but I think it's really nice because You're able to prove yourself, but you also get that first year under your belt if you are able to go on. So that's really nice. Mm -hmm. All right. So moving on to the next question, what are the requirements for these post-bac programs in general? So of course, you have to have your undergraduate degree completed, so you can't apply before that. Um, There is an application process, so you have to complete the usual questions like many applications. Uh, Some programs actually require a certain GPA to apply, an undergrad GPA. Uh, Some programs require you to have already taken the courses like bio, chem, physics, math, a lot of the pre-med requirements. And while they're reviewing your application, some also look at your extracurricular activities that you've done while you were an undergrad. Uh, And they also may want you to have had some undergrad research experience as well. So it varies. One thing that is really neat for those of you who are DACA students is that there are pre-med post-bac programs that accept DACA students. So you can go to the AMC website and they listed about 143 programs as an option. So this is great too. That's great to know. Yeah. All right. So next question, what is the typical curriculum during a post-bac program? So as I referenced earlier, the curriculums can vary, but you can likely expect to have to take your usual pre-med courses, so biology, chemistry, OCHEM, math, physics, and then some may require some upper division courses as well. Again, this was my experience with the CAP program. We only did upper division courses to prove ourselves academically. And then within the curriculum, they tend to have other components integrated For example, they'll have like MCAT prep, uh, research opportunities, volunteer opportunities, and then there's the advising and mentorship. And then for those other post-bac programs that offer a master's degree, the program will likely be different depending on what master's degree you are getting as well. It really will require some digging and research to view the curriculum that best fits your needs and your goals. And in general, what are the benefits of doing a post-bac program? Why should someone consider this in the big scheme of things? Yeah, excellent question. So one would be you have access to staff to help support you. 
you are more likely to have one-on-one -on -one guidance that will help you guide you through the medical school application process. And then since the program focuses on getting the pre-med student cohort into medical school, you're, you're more likely to just have more access to resources and tools that, this, that the program can provide. Another benefit is the, that each post-bac pre-med class is usually small in size, so you, you create a really strong, supportive environment within your peers. I think this was a huge plus as well. Another benefit is that the programs tend to be affiliated with the medical school, so that's nice. However, it is important for you to know that you're not guaranteed to get into the affiliated medical school unless you do an automatic one like the one I did. The other uh, plus side to this is also uh, a, lot, so a lot of the programs can offer you volunteer and research opportunities. So this will also help with your application process. So that way it strengthens your application. There's also the networking, so mentorship, research opportunities. And along the way, you're likely to create these bonds and relationships where you'll be able to ask for letters of recommendations as well. Another plus side for certain students is the flexibility, and these are more the two- and three-year programs because they're built in a way to offer part-time schedules. So there's some students that have to work, have a family, or for whatever other reason. But this is a plus side for those students. Another thing that helps within these programs is that, they, like I mentioned earlier, it helps you with MCAT preparation since it's built within the curriculum. So this is a huge plus side as well. And then relationships is very important. So I would say this is one of the best things that came out of doing the post-bac programs. And even when I've talked to other friends who did post-bac programs who are now physicians, it's just this amazing bond that you create with your cohort or your group, and they become like family. Uh, the plus side I had with, um, with my program, since it was directly associated with the affiliated medical school, is that we all entered medical school together. And so they were really my backbone, or we were each other's backbone to help us succeed throughout medical school as well. So I think that's a, a huge benefit. And then the other great thing is that some programs have great acceptance rates, so even some more than 70%. So that's pretty darn good. Again, I would as you're doing your research and looking at the different programs, this is probably a question you want to ask or look into to see what the acceptance rates are for those programs. But do expect that the higher the acceptance rate, probably more competitive. <laughs> okay, so from everything you've just said, Dr. Z, a post-bac program sounds like an amazing thing. There are obviously all of these benefits that you just listed. But I'm sure there's always, you know, of course, the other side of the coin. Are there other things that need to be considered that may not be so great or that may offset those benefits in terms of considering a post-bac program? So yes, just exactly what I just had previously said. It can be competitive to get in. Not as much as medical school, but the competition is still there. Uh, the post-bac programs tend to accept a, a fairly small number of students each year. And if there's a lot of applicants that year, that it could definitely make it harder to get in. The other thing is uh, for you to remember that it doesn't guarantee admission to, the, to a medical school. So even though the stats are overall pretty good, it's still not a guarantee. So this is something you will have to consider. The other thing is for the programs that tend to be more some of the one or two year programs, they give you very little time for outside obligations. And this was definitely my experience because they're essentially full time and they actually encourage a lot of these students to not work because they want you to really put every ounce of you into it. So that way you can best succeed. 
But just saying that to just remember, you can take loans while you're doing these programs. However, speaking of loans, these programs can be expensive as well. So depending on the program, if you go to a public university or a private university, the expense can range from anywhere from $30,000 to $90,000 and perhaps even more in some. Again, financial aid is there, but it may not cover all the costs. So that's something you will need to look into as well. And then not all the programs are created equal. So each program has varying components and different curriculums. So you'll really need to research the different programs to ensure that the program that you're applying for meets the needs you have. And then some programs may be specific to the affiliated medical school only. The curriculum is not really made for you to get into other medical schools. So that's something that you'll also need to look into. Let me just add something. There are some schools that do somehow subsidize the programs. I've heard of that. I think my local medical school has a program like that. And it's because the program focuses on certain types of applicants that they want to be physicians within the state. (laughs) And so uh, maybe people coming from rural backgrounds, for example, there are a lot of rural communities in Utah. And so sometimes states or other institutions might provide funding, but it's not the majority of programs. There are a couple, though, that may give you like a stipend. Um, So that might be something to consider as well, uh, in addition to what you just said. That's great. So again, it never hurts to ask. Um, since Dr. Marino shared this, you can always ask and it doesn't work against you or anything. Dr. Marina, I know you have previously served on medical school admission committees. Did you see many applicants doing post-bac programs? And when do you advise pre-med students to consider doing a post-bac program? Yeah, great question. So I have seen many applicants list a post-bac program on their application, but I would say overall, at least where I am, it's a small minority of applicants. And that's partly because even though there are many post-bac programs, the number of spots are really small in comparison to the number of people applying to medical school in any given year. Many students who need to up their GPA or have specific research interests They may not do specifically a post-bac program, but they might go ahead and get a master's degree on their own instead. But both are ways of showing your academic potential and adding experiences, both academic and non-academic, to your list. In general, I would say I would advise someone to consider a post-bac program if they feel that they are not quite ready to apply to medical school and be competitive in the process. So, for example, it's a great idea if you need to improve your GPA or get more guidance in preparing for the MCAT. Remember, though, that a post-bac program will help you to improve your application, but like Dr. Z mentioned, it's not a guarantee that you'll get into medical school. A lot depends on your MCAT score, and some students really struggle with that part, even if they manage to improve their GPA. Plus, you have to stay involved in volunteer activities and clinical exposure and all of those things. Just remember that grades and GPA aren't everything, but they definitely matter. Great advice, Dr. Marina. Well, I hope you all learned something new today about the pre-med post-bac programs. Hopefully this information will help you decide whether pursuing this option is worthwhile. It definitely helped me as a non-traditional student who took several gap years, came from a non-science background, and struggled with the MCAT. I'm very thankful that this opportunity was given to me. Please remember, there are many avenues in the medical school application process and use the route that best works for you. We each have our own story and that's the beauty of it all. Peace and love, everyone. Until next time.